And we are officially live. What is up? It's Mike Wall back again with another episode of the Agent Revolution podcast, where we deconstruct some of the biggest challenges facing today's real estate agents so that they can build a sustainable, profitable, and most of all, fulfilling real estate business. We're going deep today with my man, Cody LaBeouf, talking about how to effectively overcome obstacles in your life and in business. As always, I'll be posting the show over at explodingwealth.com, so you can check it out there and on Facebook. When we're done here, head on over for the replay. So without further ado, it's my man, Cody LaBeouf. What's up, baby? What's going on, Mike? How's everybody doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. I've been excited about this one, man. I've been really excited. Um, you know, as I said in the write-up, uh, you know, it's weird though. You know, the way you get to know people on Facebook is like you, you see them in person is like you already know them, man, because you know, um, Facebook shows you what they want you to see, you know, based on your correspondence, your likes, and um, and and you know. So for you, I, I mean, I've been getting your posts and I've been reading your stuff, man. And, and, you know, it hit me the other day when I saw your post about um, your diagnosis and certainly read through that and, and wanted you to know, I mean, immediately that my thoughts and prayers were with you and your family. Um, and I never, I don't think that for a minute that I wanted to feel pity for you because as I read your post, I didn't think anything bad was ever going to happen to you. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I know that's weird, man, but like, I know like just the, the news, the, so the news being given to you, you know, I, I, that I felt like, man, you know, he's got to take that on and his family's got to take that on. And I think I felt, you know, I, I think I felt some sadness for that, but like, when I read your post, I was like, it's on, dude. You know what I mean? I was like, it's on. Like, this is this is nothing. And and, and so, you know, you and I, I connected with you like immediately. And, you know, you were telling me before that, you know, it, it is it is it was just it was just your outlook. While, you know, you knew in the beginning that um, those those emotions of uh, and feelings of, oh, why me? Uh, poor me. Right. That start instantly starts to to creep in. And you got to cut that shit off, man. You got to do it. Um, you got to do it immediately. But you know, before we dive into that, man, um, I'm so blessed to have you here. I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm so uh, I'm so uh, grateful that you're willing to share your story. But before we do that, man, let's um, let's dig into kind of. Um, I mean, this is a it's still a real estate show, and we're here to add value, man, at the highest level. And so, like, go ahead and tell me about like how you got into real estate, why you got into real estate. Give me the whole backstory, man. Yeah, man. Um, so in, uh, I, I was a chef in, in and around New Orleans um, for about 15 years, you know, since I graduated high school and in college, I was just working my way up through restaurants, cooking, hadn't, you know, that was always my passion and what I did. And I sort of followed real estate, but never had any goals um, or, or thought that was something that I would want to do. Um, and then in 2013, I got married, which uh, anybody will tell you will sort of change your whole outlook. You know, your goals change, a lot of stuff changes. So, you know, that chef life of working 85, 90 hours a week, nights and weekends, didn't really mesh with what I was looking to do. And although that was my passion, I knew that to be successful in that and really in anything, it takes such dedication. And I didn't want to spend that many hours away from my family that I was planning on having. Um, so in 2014, um, I moved uh, to the North Shore of New Orleans, which is only about 30 minutes away. Um, and I started sort of doing real estate and then still cooking part time and doing real estate part time. And it was really just because it was an interest of mine. I got my license in a couple of weeks 
And then um, just started doing it, and I had no idea what I was doing, and there was no prospecting. I paid Zillow some money, got some leads in, did some business with Sphere, and I think I was doing like between 10 and uh, 10 and 12 transactions a year, uh, just part time, you know, just enough to make some additional income. Uh, in in 2000, um, actually today is actually my one year anniversary with EXP. So um, and, and I just stopped cooking part time about maybe a month ago, um, but about a year ago, I said I need to get serious with this. Um, I'm sort of limited with the salary that I have at my cooking job, um, but the real estate's unlimited and I've gotten busy enough to where I want to pursue it full time. So I was with a small independent brokerage and I did some research on a lot of the different companies and I met with a, a really good guy who's on my team, Mike Baradell, and he presented the EXP model to me and I was just floored with the possibility for growth there and sort of the training that they offered and also just the culture and, and the potential for growth and how it benefited agents. So I was just enamored with it. I went over to EXP and literally today is my one year anniversary and I, I pulled some numbers and my my volume literally almost tripled in that first year at exp and i mean i just there was no looking back i mean i a couple of months a couple of weeks ago i was able to quit that part-time job there was no need for it um i'm making enough now to where i'm sustainable but more importantly i, I learned how to treat my business as a business and, and what i'm doing and be very specific in my approach as far as you know time blocking for prospecting and then going on the appointments and, and sort of my business funnel so uh, EXP's really, you know, taught me all that stuff as well as the, the awesome people on my team. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. I just hit one year. Uh, I capped like three months ago. So it's all been 100% since then. So that's pretty much it. That's great, man. Where is your business today and where do you want to take it? Uh, I definitely want to want to absolutely scale up from where I'm at now. Um, the first like three or four months when I was in that transition into EXP, I was doing a lot of the training that they had. So I was still making the calls and making the contacts, but not at the at the rate I needed to be. Um, and, and just through learning and sort of reverse engineering, like what I wanted to my goals and then break that all the way down to how many appointments I need to go on, to how many contacts I need to make, to how many dials I need to make each day to hit those numbers. I now have a, a much bigger why. And then from that why, um, I now was able to break that down into how I do that, how many calls and what my days need to look like. So I just finished my first full year. Um, we have a team. It's it's uh, mainly me and one other guy. And then we have three other people that are sort of part time. So between the five of us um, this year, we're, we're looking at about closing uh, roughly 85 to 100 deals. Somewhere between 20, 20 to 25 million. Um, and I help them a lot along the way because they are a little bit newer. Um, and I do have some experience, albeit part time. Uh, myself personally, just from July of last year until this July, so I made my one year, I did 21 deals and it was right at 4.6 million. So, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, it's it's a lot better than the average in our area, but uh, it's nowhere near where I want to be. I'm looking at being roughly triple that um, by my one year anniversary next year. And I'm fantastic. I mean, right. you really weren't, you weren't, you were working another job. You really weren't a full-time agent. I mean, um, to do, you know, to do that many deals is very impressive, man. Yeah, thank you. My, I'm actually on pace right now to do about double that. And, and I'm hoping that I can kind of pick up a little bit more steam uh, and, and really hit like my goal is to be about right about triple that number. I want to be right at about, um, you know, right at about 12 million in volume, right at about roughly 55 to 60 deals by the end of next July. Yeah. And uh, I just need to pick it up the pace just a little bit. But I think it's definitely within sight. You know, once it starts rolling, you know, you get uh, you get in that flow and it just really starts going. Yeah. And where does, at this point, where does the lion's share of your business come from? Um, at this point, it's probably about, it's a really good split. I feel like it's probably about 30% coming from Sphere. So past clients, friends, and you know, friends, things like that. And then I'd say uh, probably about 50% of it does actually come from prospecting. 
Um, the majority of my prospecting, you know, just like everybody else, is that that for sale by owner that expired. I'm hitting those hard. Uh, I really have been having good success with those expires. I kind of um, pick and choose where, you know, certain hours throughout the morning, I hit those expires and those for sale by owners in my certain areas. Um, when I'm sort of done with that, I reach out and do any follow-up calls I had from the day before. And then I try to only make those contacts and be on the phones from nine to 12, no matter what, those four hours, those three or four hours, just making calls, making contacts, getting my name out there, meeting people. Um, and then the afternoon is when I try to go on most of my appointments. So um, it, it's a good mix of Sphere and then for sale owners and, and expired. And then we also do some paid advertising, uh, some Google pay-per-click stuff where I get some buyer leads coming in. But um, I don't spend any more money on Zillow or anything like that. I don't, I don't, you know, that that's not what we do anymore. We prospect and then we focus on our sphere. And if you're touching those people enough times, if you're reaching out and following up with them and you do a good job by them the first time, you're getting those referrals and that repeat business from that. And uh, I, you know, I believe I believe in that pretty firmly. I love it, man. And you're well on your way. Um, you know, like, so for you, I mean, you really are still, I don't want to say a newer agent. You've got some great experience. Where did you, I'm curious, like, how did you go from like being a chef to working um, real estate as kind of a hobby to now, you know, scaling a business essentially? Like wh where did, where did you get the information that uh, prompted you to do all that? Uh, you know, to be honest, it, it's been like a whirlwind last year because when I joined EXP, um, I, I met with a guy, uh, Mike Baradell, who's a, a big EXP agent down here. And he's sort of been my mentor. He's on my team. And he was with Keller Williams for a long time. And not only about a month before I did, he switched over to EXP because, you know, like everybody says, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And he's been really successful. So he sort of was the impetus for me. Like I, I just kind of shadowed him a lot and, and, and watched what he was doing. And I just saw that it has to be much more of a basically the same discipline that allows you to be successful as a chef, it allows you to be successful in anything. And that's true with real estate as well. So I realized I can't just pay Zillow, sit back and wait on my phone to ring or wait on my neighbor or friend or family member to call me and sell them a house. You need to be proactive. And, and as I said before, treat your business as a business. So I got much more serious about my approach. Um, and then to switch over to EXP, you know, simultaneously helped with that as well, because some of the training that they offer is amazing. And my time frame just sort of really benefited me. Um, we actually went to a mastermind in Las Vegas with some other high level EXP agents, like my third week. So I had just met this guy, Mike, who is now my mentor. I'm in this new company that's sort of up, you know, at least in our area was really newer. And I'm getting to know like how to do this uh, day to day. And we went over there and I mean, I was so jacked up when I came home from that that conference in the, uh, that we met. You know, we were with Brent Gove and AJ Maida and all these guys. I, I met with these guys. And seeing how cool they were that, you know, they're these multi-million dollar producers and they were willing to take the time. It was meet with me, shake my hand, you know, answer questions I had. Uh, it, it was just incredible seeing the culture that EXP had. And and then, you know, we went over some stock stuff, some rev stream stuff and sort of how to just generate your business. And we had some really great sessions and classes that we went to. And it was a three day thing. And man, I, I didn't even need the plane to come home. I, I could have just ran home. I was so ready to get home and really get into it. And then, um, I did a lot of reading as well. You know, I read a lot of uh, books about real estate and just business in general. And, um, you know, the, the big hitters, the rich dad, poor dad was it was really a game changer for me. Um, I felt like when I was reading that book uh, and I know everybody says this, but it was it was things I always felt inside about how I want to look at money and, and investment and, and my financial wealth, how I want to look at that. Uh, differently than, than the normal person. And this guy just, it was in writing. Uh, the compound effect was huge with me. 
Um, it changed my whole, whole outlook on life, on how, you know, you set these big goals. And like I said earlier, you set your why. And then from that, how are you going to make that happen? You can't achieve your goal in one day or one thing. It just needs to be that focused, continuing effort uh, day in and day out will achieve uh, exponentially greater results. Um, you know, those two books were instrumental for me. You know, Grant Cardone, The 10X Effect, I, I read that. And then um, Brendan Bouchard's uh, the great book, uh, High Performance Habits. Um, and I, for me, what it was was, you know, before I, I used to think a lot of these books were, you know, they're just how to get rich quick or you read this. And it, then I started reading a lot of them and I realized that they do all say a lot of the same things. But if all these people are highly successful and working at a much higher level and, and telling you these things, you really need to put some attention to it. And, um, you know, that just changed my whole outlook on how you just need to do this, compound these effects day in and day out. And it leads to, you know, much greater results. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you're a smart dude, man. I, I like, uh, I like the, the, the fact that you um, are kind of following, you know, a path. And um, you've kind of designed this path for yourself based on your experience in talking to other agents. And that's, that's really awesome. But, you know, when I talk to you, man, it's like, you know, it's like you don't have cancer. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not even, it's like a mosquito on your arm or something. You know what I mean? It's like, you're so hyper-focused on what you're doing in your business. It's like, how do you do that, man? I just want to know, like, how does someone do that? Because, you know, people who will watch and listen to this, I mean, you know, there are all kinds of people throughout the United States and the world for that matter. They're going through divorce or the loss of a loved one or I mean, you name it, right? They're in trouble with the IRS, whatever. They're addicted to drugs. How do you compartmentalize that, man? Like, I, I'm sure that's what everybody wants to know. Right. Um, I, I'm sure everybody, you know, has a different reaction when they get, you know, you know, something like that. A major life changing thing happens to them. They have a different response. And, and I just can share mine. Um, I went to the doctor. I felt like something wasn't right. Um, he, you know, it was a Thursday. He said, look, something's not right, but it doesn't mean it's cancer. It could be one of three or four things. That's the worst thing it could be. You know, go tomorrow and we'll do an ultrasound and, you know, we'll have a little bit more results. That Friday um, is when I found out it was a little bit more significant, but they couldn't really talk to me about it until Monday because of just the way the time frame worked. So Monday was when I was actually diagnosed with the testicular cancer. And that's when it was, you know, Thursday, you have to have surgery. It's coming out. So then the next day I went, they did some tumor markers and kind of saw, you know, unfortunately it's already spread just a little bit to where I have it on a lymph node. So we will have surgery Thursday to remove the testicle, but you're also going to have some more stuff happening because it's already spread and it's not something that we can take care of at the same time. Um, once we have tests on what we removed, then we'll have a better time frame um, and, and sort of idea of a, of a prognosis and then a treatment. So, and I don't even go until Friday. So this is all, this is all within the last two weeks. So this coming Friday is when I actually find out, do I have to have additional surgery or do I just treat it with chemo? Um, and so I, first of all, I didn't really have time to sort of digest it all and really pity myself or think about it. But to me, and just from my experience, initially when it happened and I was, it is cancer and you have to have surgery. My entire thought process was how do I tell this to my wife without letting her worry, without stressing her out? You know, I don't want my kids to see us, you know, upset or crying or, you know, I can, it was never why me or, or pity. And then we, you know, I talked it over with her and, you know, of course she cried at first. And then we talked about what we're going to do. And that night was the night I was referencing earlier. I couldn't sleep. And that was when I had my little bit of, of doubt. Like, you know, why does this happen to me? I've been healthy my whole life. I don't smoke. You know, how, why do I have to get cancer? And after about an hour of like, all right, 
that's it. You know, this isn't helping anything. It's, I got it. You know, me pitying myself and me asking why me or saying this isn't fair. You know, there's children that get diagnosed with cancer. There's people that, you know, die every day for stuff that is nothing to do with them. And, you know, things happen to people all the time. And it's not so much what happens to you. It's how you react when it does that, that makes the difference. So at that moment, I got on Facebook and I made that post so everybody would know about it. I was no longer ashamed of it. And I said, you know what? I, I believe in the power of positive thinking. I believe that what you focus on expands. And I do firmly believe that. And I've already seen that take shape in my life in the last year by me putting my head down and going after these goals that I set for myself and then achieving them. You know, it, it's no longer this this lofty thing of positive thinking and, you know, what you think about, you know, you put it in the universe and then it, it, it happens. It was true. I've seen it happen and I firmly believe in it. So I wanted to do that with this cancer, man. Let people start praying for me. Let people think about me and I'll still focus on what I need to do and it'll take care of itself. It didn't happen to somebody else that doesn't have that mindset. I, I'm, I can handle this and I can conquer this. So I'm glad that it, it happened to me. And I know it's crazy to say that I felt gratitude and I felt appreciation, um, but I really, really did. I was grateful that it happened to me and not someone less able to deal with it. And though that why that I had, that focus was even more concise now it was it was i mean it was i had so much clarity on how i wanted to live the rest of my life now let this happen to me and i'm just going to get past this and let this be the next thing and you tell me what i can't beat after i beat cancer because after that it's all going to be land yeah man and have a great life with my family and and keep just keep knocking these goals down man and, and show other people that you can beat this and that it doesn't have to be the end of you um and that's just the mindset I took from then on. So there was never any time for, for doubt or pity. You know, once I went through it with my wife, she was okay with it. And she's unbelievably strong, man. She let me know immediately everything is going to be okay and we'll get through this together. And, you know, if it was, I want my kids to see that, how I beat this and how I did that. And so that's the approach I took. Yeah. Dude, story, man. Um, you know, the, the fact that you are able to compartmentalize that and deal with it the way that you did is is just i mean it's it's phenomenal man because like you know you're still coming in and you're lead generating i mean you could there absolutely no one would blame you for using that as an excuse not to work or and and, and in some cases that's 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 a problem with society you know what i mean is that they allow for people to place blame on things and and don't take ownership but you know what? You just you took ownership right away, and you you know you said it is what it is, and I either I can you know I can I can do one of two things. I mean, it can it can define me and become who I am, or I can embrace it and go and go fight it and and, and beat it. And you know what? Something that you said is that really stood out with me is you've already envisioned your life after cancer. You've already envisioned it and you know exactly what it's going to look like. And, and man, when you said that, it almost gave me chills, man, because, you know, you also said in that in that post that, you know, I already beat it. And, you know, you referenced the Stuart Scott quote, which is really eerie that you did hear that years before. And now you knew why you heard it. Right. But I mean, the way all that's happened is just like I don't it's like it, it, it is it amazes me, man, because it's like. You know, you get into a zone, like when you're lead generating, like, you know, like when if your lead generation is from eight to 11 or whatever, like that's all you do, right? You just lead generate. You're not in there thinking about, you know, 
um, um, returning emails or, or doing any of the other 9 million thing, real estate eight, or dropping off signs, right? You're just focused on on lead generation, right? And, right? and so like when it's time to go to your doctor's appointment, like you'll focus on what you need to do at your doctor's appointment. Right. And I think like if I could put my finger on one thing other than just the, the power of positive thinking in your mindset, it's doing that, right? Because the reality of it is this could consume you and it hasn't, uh, it not, even a, not even a little bit, it hasn't consumed you. But like, what do you think like to those people, do you think, do you think it's important to envision your life like after divorce or, you know, after the loss of a loved one to get through it? Yeah, I, I do. I, I think that goes kind of ties in with setting that goal. You know, you need to sort of look forward and know what you're working towards. And, and for me, that was a big thing. Um, I, I used to never be too big on sort of some of that, um, you know, write down your goals or your dreams or your visions. And I just thought it was sort of, you know, I hate to say this, but like a waste of time or kind of cheesy, you know, just go to work. That was always my thing. Go to work, do the work, do the work. But, you know, reading some of the things I'm reading and talking to some of the other people that I've been associating with in the last year and just elevating the people that I surround myself with, I see that you need to have a, a reason for that. Like I keep saying it, but you need to have that why. Like, why am I making these calls? Why am I calling 100 people to have 10 people answer, to have eight people tell me to screw off just to talk to those two people? You know, but then a week later when that one of those two people call you back and it's a listing appointment and you see that that's going to put like six thousand dollars in your pocket down the road and then lead to however many referrals from doing a good job for that client. It all starts to make sense. And you need to start at the end with writing down that goal. What do you want in life? And uh, we went on a, a little retreat with our team um, with Michelle Thompson, who's a, sort of a team leader. We went to Florida for the weekend um, a few months after I was with EXP. And the whole morning, uh, the whole morning of the event was like writing down goals and dreams and what do you want and where do you want to go on vacation? And, you know, I was kind of like, this is just sort of lame. Like, I'm not going to get anything from this. And then we had lunch and I really liked her. I thought she was amazing, but I just thought what we were doing was just sort of silly, to be honest. Um, but I did it. And then the whole afternoon session, we took those exact things. And it, I mean, it hit so home with me because she just put numbers to it. We literally put a number to everything that we wrote down and then broke down everything from there you want to get this you want to make this much money you need to sell this many houses at this price point that means you need to make this many contacts go on this many appointments to get this many appointments you need to make this many dials man and, and, and that's what you need to be doing every day and when it get, you take those huge goals that you have and you break them down and said what you need to be doing each and every day by the hour it makes it much more attainable and then when you start completing those super small goals day in and day out you, it, it makes it easier to achieve those big goals. It's the only real way to do it. So ha having that why to me is super important. So seeing at the end of the day, after cancer, I want to be doing this, or if I'm going through a divorce, what my life looks like after that, if you can envision that, it gives you something to work towards. And uh, I mean, that's just huge with me. And, you know, it ties into why I stopped being a chef is uh, I'll never not have that passion for cooking. And, and I absolutely love doing it. Like I would cook day in and day out and eat <laughs> if I had, you know, my chance. But to, to have the life I want to live, to have the time I want to spend with my kids and my family and my wife, I need to, to make more money to make those goals happen. And real estate was the way to do that. And I have goals that, you know, to be an agent for the near future, but also to start with my investing as well and start investing in some of these properties that I'm even getting that passive income going. So I have time to travel with my kids and spend that time with them. So it, it was almost a blessing that, you know, if this cancer is going to happen to me, then it happens now while I'm 34 years old and I'm healthy enough to deal with it and deal with that treatment and get past it. And like that gave me the clarity to just continue and know I'm doing the right thing. 
Um, so it sounds crazy, but I'm honestly grateful that that it happened to me at this time. Of course, I don't wish it on anybody else, and I wish it didn't happen to me. But I've been really healthy my entire life. You know, I haven't had very many health problems other than this. And it, it the doctor gave me a path, and Friday I'm going to meet with him, and how we're going to tackle this, and what we're going to do, and just through things like this and talking with you and you allowing me to have this platform to share my story. Um, you know, there was a little bit of me that was like, man, I don't, I didn't deserve to be on Mike Walsh show. Like I'm not on that level, but at the same time I have this platform. Now this is enabling me to reach out to these people. And if one or two people that are watching this now are mad about something or something bad happened to them and they can put that in perspective because of my story, then it's a win. And, and I firmly believe that, you know, if you do without, you know, the, thinking of getting something back in return, it's always going to come back to you. So I was just yeah. so excited to come talk to you and, and, you know, share my story. I'm not embarrassed about it. And I, I don't want anybody feeling bad for me. I just want him saying like, he got dealt that hand and he's dealing with it. I can deal with whatever it is that's coming my way. And if one person feels that way, then this was a home run. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, man. As deserving anybody that's ever been on the show. And this is, you know, this is your, this is your path, man. And, um, and like, like, like you said before, even if it helps one or two people, um, then, you know, it's a win for you. I, I'm curious, did you know, um, and my, my guess is that you did because you've been doing a lot of personal development stuff and a lot of the stuff that we read is, is, is mindset stuff, right? We understand that mindset, um, comes before skill set. Unfortunately, they try to teach you skill set first because, Skill set is something you can sell, and mindset's really tough to sell. It's really tough to package and sell, but people can sell you skill set all day. But you know, did you did you understand that? And I, I made some notes before we started. But you know, areas of mindset that can impact your business are you know when you're making calls, when you're negotiating contracts, when you're communicating with team members in your own personal development. Did you understand that if you brought that stuff? If you brought your your diagnosis into those areas of your business, that it would impact your business in a negative way, and that that wasn't an option for you. No, it wasn't an option at all. And I mean, what I have right now is is, is testicular cancer. It's not painful whatsoever. Um, I still have a huge amount of bruising, you know, from the from the surgery, and that's sort of painful. But that's just from the procedure itself. So it, it's not hindering me at this point in any way. Um, I, I know going forward, the, the surgery that I, I may have to have is a little bit more evasive and there's a, a little bit of a longer hospital stay. And then regardless with, you know, obviously having either chemo or radiation, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to do, there will be some times where I don't feel up to it. Um, and that's really when I'm going to, you know, stick to my guns and, and, and push through. But in no way is it going to. I'm an A1 personality, man. It, if I stay at home after 10 minutes, I'm going to be you know, looking to do something. I'm going to go cut the grass or clean a house or I need to be doing something, man. I need to be moving and going. And, you know, why not focus on my business and, and yeah. you know, spend that time doing what I need to do? Um, you know, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't hinder me from making phone calls. It doesn't hinder me from going on appointments. You know, my wife and mom were both really mad at me because that surgery was on a Thursday. I took that Friday to relax. That Saturday, I had like two appointments that I went on. Well, I, I went show one of my listings and then I went on a listing appointment. And they're like, you're crazy. You need to be resting. I said, you know, it's not taking that much of a physical toll to walk a house with somebody and then to meet with this seller and uh, and go on this listing appointment. So, you know, there's, it's not going to slow me down. There, there, it's I'm lucky enough that what I have, I can deal with it. And I'm doing real estate. You know, if I was cooking, you know, and having to work a 12 hour shift in the kitchen and, and putting out a banquet for 150 people, uh, it, it may have hindered me. But, you know, I'm in the position where what I do, I can do with this. 
And I would have made it happen if I was still doing that. But you know, I can do it. I can do this with this 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 disease that I have. And it's just the next thing that I'm beating. You know, it. it yeah. When I first started, it, it it took a while for me to see that positive thinking and all that. It was all new to me. I'm learning it. And then, I mean, you know how it is when you're on the phones, man. It's those people are turning you down left and right. You start to feel defeated. But you know, slowly and surely, when you start rolling, when you get those return calls, when you get those listings building up, and you get that momentum rolling, and you really it's it sets in that if you think positively if you always put those positive thoughts out there it will happen but it also works the other way if you say man i got i got beat the shit on the phone today man and people were mean and hung up and i got no no business i got no appointments you know that's what you're going to dwell on that's what you're going to keep getting back um and and through reading that and then seeing that success slowly start rolling it it changed my business mindset but like you said it changed my mindset just towards life you need to be like that with everything so you know, this cancer is a huge thing, but it's also just the next thing. And, and I can conquer these little things when a listing expires or if uh, I miss out on a, on a buyer or something. I can beat this big thing of cancer the same way, um, just with compounded daily positive action. Yep. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. I wrote down too, man, that, you know, your mindset affects emotion. Um, your emotion affects action or lack thereof. And your actions affect your outcome. And, um, you know, you are you know, you're, you're taking action and, 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 um, you know, no matter whether it's, you know, um, showing houses or going on listing appointments or making phone calls, lead generation, or, you know, or doctor's visits or, you know, being a dad or a husband, like you're taking action, man. And, and that, you know, that's what it's all about at the end of the day, man. Like, you know, you're, you, when you, I think when you go to write your book, man, when you hear in a couple of years, man, and tell your story, it's like, I, I think it's going to be a good one, man. Cause I, I see, I see big things happening for you, man. I'm curious, man, you know, you know, we connected through that post and that post certainly inspired me. It's like, you know, where, so where do you, where do you kind of go from here, man? Like if we, let's say we, you know, we do this show, man, and, and you have an impact on you know multiple lives it's like what, what do you when you sit down to write that book like what what or somebody writes a book about you what do you want it to say man just that i was you know i was a good person and that i was you know and that that sounds sort of lame and cliche but just that i i did things you know the, the right way and, and i'm honored to, to be on the show and, and to be honest i was super nervous um you know i, I we met actually in New Orleans at the EXP convention. And yeah. just from watching and listening to your podcast and seeing the Facebook lives, you walked by and I recognized you. And I said, man, this guy has no idea who I am. He's probably going to blow me off. But I just said, hey, man, I, I appreciate your interviews. I think they're really informative and they have great content. And I you know, hope you keep it up. And man, you talked to me for about 10 minutes. You introduced me to your wife. You know, it was, it was just, you were just a really cool, genuine guy. And I, that was it. I went back to my table and that just kind of stuck with me. And I always just kind of followed you. So when you reached out with your message, um, like you didn't have to do that. You know, my friends, my family, all the people like that are in my, you know, that are really close. I knew they were going to comment, you know, people were going to pray for me. And that I really appreciate all that. But yeah. what really touched me was the people that I don't know that reached out and, you know, people saying they're praying and their thoughts. That's, that's amazing. Um, and, and you wrote this really nice message saying how, you know, it inspires you. And that really touched me just knowing that, you know, just sharing that can, can help people. So if, if people say that, you know, I changed their lives, I think that's great. And, you know, what's great about your show is there's people on every spectrum, all parts of the spectrum in, in real estate. You know, you got the mega millionaire, ultra successful agents. And then I'm just a little little behind on that time frame, but I'm still on that time frame. I'm still going to get there. And the people that watch are not all on that, that, you know, the level of some of the people that you interview. So I think it's going to be really beneficial 
that you know they can see me along the process and see that if you put in the work and, and, and do it, it, it will eventually pay off. And I'm nowhere near where I want to be. And I, I starting to address the problems that I think I have. Mm-hmm. Time blocking is usually my biggest one. It's it's so easy to want to go answer that email or, or respond to that phone call when you get a call when you need to just put the blinders on and block it out. And and, and that's my biggest thing, uh, my biggest problem. But if this if this changes just that one person, man, that's a, that's a huge success for me. And I'm just really honored to be here. And, and the more I really think about it, I, I just I'm so blessed that you've given me the opportunity to share my story. And, and I really appreciate it. Well, dude, I'm rooting for it, man. I, I, uh, I'm so glad that we're connected through this uh, great company we call EXP. Uh, it's certainly been a, a great ride uh, in only uh, a year and a half for me and a year for you. Um, if somebody like if somebody hears this and resonates with your story, um, you know, they or they have questions about, you know, how you're building your business or maybe connecting on a more personal level questions about, you know, your diagnosis and maybe they're going through something similar. How do you suggest they do that, Cody? Uh, I, I would love for anybody to reach out. You know, I can leave my phone number in the comments on this video after you share it. Um, they can reach out to me through Facebook. They can reach out to me that way. Um, I don't have Instagram or Twitter at this point. It's just not a platform that, I, that I've touched on yet. Um, but I'll, I'll definitely leave my cell number. I, I would honestly love um, for anybody to reach out to me if there's anything that, that I can do. Um, I, I know how far I still have to go as far as how to perfect my business and, and get better at it. But I also know that I came a long, long way. And that really resonated me when, when we hired a couple of people that were newer agents. And I sort of saw where they were at. And I remember being there. And it was less than a year ago that even though I had been doing real estate for about three, four or five years, I wasn't doing it right. I was just sitting back, waiting for my phone to ring, thinking that I wasn't treating it like a business as I should. And now that I've seen, I guess now that I've seen how far I come, it enabled me to see how far I still have to go. So that's the biggest thing that I think I can offer and help people is to know how much you don't know and, and to sort of set yourself up for that success. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be a quick thing. But if you put in the work and, and you do it diligently and you know what you're doing and, and you have the goal of what you're working towards, I, I think I can definitely help with that. And I've just been blessed to work with great people. And, you know, I'm so big into the EXP, but it's not for you know, because the revenue stream is so amazing, which it is, or the stock options, because it is, it's because of the people. Um, you know, there's a lot of other companies, even some that I didn't work for, you know, I only worked for one small brokerage. I didn't work for KW or uh, Century 21. And I know those are all, you know, great companies that have a lot to offer. And I know some great agents that work for those companies, but you can't tell me there's a better culture than that at EXP. I went to the event in Las Vegas, the convention in New Orleans, and every person I met, no matter how high they were in the real estate world, or how low they were, they were open, they were willing to help you, they would connect with you, and they would just do anything they could to help you. And there's no better culture than that. And I firmly, firmly believe that. I don't care how great the culture is anywhere else. At EXP, it's just been, it literally has been life-changing. And I wouldn't have this mindset towards my health if I wouldn't have gotten that mindset towards my business by working with EXP and some of the people I connected with. Love it, man. I love it. This has been one of my favorite shows and connecting with you. Um, and just, I mean, it, your spirit, man, it, it exudes it, it, your attitude. Everything comes through um, the video, the audio, man. And I'm just, I'm rooting for you, brother. Um, and, and not from a, the perspective of beating cancer, because I know you've already done that, but I'm rooting for you to, to be one of those mega million dollar agents because I know you're well on your way, man. And, and I'm just excited to, to be a part of your journey. And, uh, you know, 
I, I, I love I just I love sharing these stories week after week because I know EXP is literally changing agents' financial lives, my own included. Hey, do me a big favor. If you know someone that might enjoy the podcast, please share it with them. And if you like the podcast, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. If you want to learn more about why EXP is the fastest growing real estate company in the country, or you're just interested in growing your business, 